tonight about freedom. Hallelujah. And you know, Pastor's been trying to get my sermon all day, and Kevin, he was, he was singing songs this morning about uh, freedom and, uh, and everything. And Pastor, I thought he was going to get it this morning for sure, and I was praying him another direction. You know, I was sending him another place. I was like, I got this, and you can't have it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But uh, early in the week this week, I had this little phrase start rolling around in my spirit. And it's a phrase you're all very familiar with. And the phrase was this, the land of the free and the home of the brave. And we know that that is a, I think it's the very last line of our national anthem. You know that we're the land, America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. And so that kind of rolled around in me for a while, just that phrase. and didn't think much about it actually. <coughs> And then I heard the Lord say in my heart, and he said, my church in America is neither free nor brave. Hallelujah. That's what he said. My church in America is neither free nor brave. And then he went on to talk to me about that. And we know that God knows that through the redemptive work of Jesus Christ that he has set us free. Amen. Amen. And that in reality, we are set free. But... What he was really telling me is the church, the body of Christ, is not acting free and they're not acting brave. And he told me, he spoke to me and he said uh, that the season that we're in in this church where we've been stepping out to do things we've never done before, he said the purpose of this outpouring, because this is a outpouring, it's a it's a rain of the Holy Ghost. Rain is rain. rain. Rain can look all different ways. But when the Holy Ghost starts moving, it's rain. Hallelujah. He said the purpose of this outpouring is to get the church, the body of Christ, to a place of great freedom and liberty. He said it's the, the purpose of this outpouring that we're in right now is to get the church to a place of great courage and boldness. Here we are, the greatest nation in the world, and we stand around and say we're the, uh, the land of the free and the home of the brave, and then we don't act like we're free and we're brave. Hallelujah. And so, especially as the body of Christ, because we're so much more free. The body of Christ is a whole different group of people than most Americans. Hallelujah. And they might sing we're the land of the free and the home of the brave, but we're really the free and the brave. Hallelujah. And we need to start acting like it, don't, don't we? He said, being this, this outpouring that we're in where he brings the church to a place of great freedom and great liberty, where he brings the church to a, pl a place of great courage and boldness, that that's what it's going to take to reach the world. And he said, uh, um, he said it's, and Pastor said this this morning, I'll quote him, he said, it's all about changing the world. As I meditated on that this afternoon, the Lord said, you can't change the world in your present condition. Or maybe Pastor said, I don't remember who, if he said it or the Holy Ghost said it. Uh, and here's, but I know the Holy Ghost said this part. He said, if you could, you already would have. If you could change the world in your present condition, you already would have. In fact, you've already done all that you can do in your present condition. You are going to have to take a step in, in or, or you're going, because you're already, you've already harvested and done all you can do in your present condition. You're going to have to take a step and go further with God. He said, um, <clears throat> he said to me, if you don't do something new, you'll be in the same place this time next year. I don't know about you, that's not, not acceptable to me. 
That is not acceptable to me. Uh, turn with me in your word, and we're going to read some scriptures tonight. I just want to prove to you in the word, and I know you know this, but we're going to we're going to just go to the word anyway. The Lord, the word is uh, the word is spirit and its life. The Word has the power to set us free. And I'm believing that we're going to enter into even a new place of freedom. We've, You know, in the last six weeks, we've been getting freer and freer. And you know, the more you run, the more freer you get. Or the more you act on, you know, running, whatever it is that God's told you to do, dance, whatever it is. Or, you know, doing it once may not be all that it takes. You know, Pastor this morning talked about going it through doors. That doors are for two things, either to bring something through to you or to, for you to go through to get something else. And these are a door, this is a door that we've got to go through because there's rooms in the Spirit. And you know, you may not get all the way through the door on your first try. When Pastor was preaching this morning, I remembered a story Brother Hagin talked, talked, talked about, about Granny. And I don't remember the whole, the details of the story, but I remember he was, it was when he had been healed. Uh, and he was still in that bedroom in whatever street in McKinney, Texas. And he was that teenage boy. And uh, the glory of God came in his bedroom. And he talked about how Granny, and we'll just pretend this is the door, okay, right here. He said Granny walked up the door to walk in his room and she, the glory was in his room. She couldn't get through the door. And I thought of this story this morning. And he said she'd try it again. And she'd come along and she couldn't get through the door. And he said she backed up. And she, and she got, and I can just see Granny doing this, can't you? And she backed up and she got a running start. And she is going through that door. Pow, she hit that glory. She fell back. Hallelujah. And so the first time you run, you may not get all the way through the door into the complete glory, but you got to keep going. The Lord spoke to me yesterday morning and he said, there's somebody here tonight that on the third lap you take, something will fall off of you. It's on your third lap. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord. Now, you may take one lap last week. Now, now, you may take one lap last week, one lap. And, you know, God didn't even tell me it had to be three right in a row. It could be three right in a row. Hallelujah. It, it, Kevin, you're messing up my sermon now, huh? Hallelujah. It could be three right in a row. But it might not even be three right in a row. It might be one this week, one next week, one the next. Hallelujah. I mean, God didn't specify, but he told me there's somebody here. I guess there's more than one that said, uh, uh, that he said on their third lap, something would fall off. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, all of us need something to fall off. Because none of us are as free or as brave as we ought to be. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, okay, are y'all in John chapter 8, verse 31? <clears throat> Hallelujah. You know, something happens when we obey God. Amen. You know, uh, something happened to me the Sunday morning. I came up here and sang a song a cappella. Something happened to me. Ever since then, something's been happening to me that I've always wanted to happen is, is I, now I'm getting songs and services. Not new songs. I'm not talking about new songs. But just I've always wanted to incorporate 
the song that God has his thumbprint on, he has his finger on for that service because I see that when we sing something, many times it does something in our heart that, that nothing else will do. And so ever since then, songs have been coming to me. Amen. And so, uh, you know, we'll be in a service and, I'll think, and a song will just come to me. Like I Surrender All came to me. And it's like, I'm like, you know, I hadn't thought of that song in years. I don't know about you. And I was thinking, I don't even know if I can remember all the words. I sure hope Kevin can. Hallelujah. But God wanted us to sing that. Amen. Hallelujah. Because running is about surrendering. Yes. Dancing is about surrendering. It's surrendering the flesh. It's getting rid of the pride and the, uh, uh, the, the weakness. Yes. The weakness. Hallelujah. The way, hallelujah. There's a weakness in the flesh. Hallelujah. And there's no weakness in the spirit man. And so the spirit man has to get on top and be in, the, be in control. Hallelujah. John 8, 31. Are you all there? We're, we're getting there, aren't we? Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If ye continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. You know, it's not just stopping by the church one time that makes you a disciple. It's those that continue in His Word. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. It's not just truth, but it's the truth that you know that makes you free. Hallelujah. Now, who's got message for me? Okay. Praise God. I'm having them look up scriptures for me. Because we're going to read a lot of these in the message and a lot of them in the Amplified. And uh, they're going to look them up ahead of time for me so that I don't have to waste that time. Because we got to do something here at the end of the service. Oh, praise God for a little print and for a message that doesn't put the, doesn't put the numbers on the scriptures. Don't y'all love that? Uh, and Jesus said, I, made, I have to just start the par- first paragraph in this version. Jesus said, I tell you most solemnly that anyone who chooses a life of sin is trapped in a dead-end life. And is, in fact, a slave. A slave is a transient who can't come and go at will. The son, though, the son, we're sons, the son has an established position, the run of the house. We have the run of the house. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. We're free. You said, well, running wasn't the Bible. Yeah, it was the message translation. We have the run of the house. Hallelujah. Besides, it is in the Bible. We know Elijah ran. Hallelujah. He ran and he ran under the unction of the Holy Ghost and outran the chariots of Ahab, didn't he? Glory to God. He said, uh, uh, the son, though, has an established position, the run of the house. So if the son sets you free, you are free through and through. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Now turn to Romans chapter 6, verse 17. I need, a, I need somebody just to stand up here. How, let me see. Who can I get to come up here? Who, who is, who's brave? You're brave, huh? Okay. If you just, you just, will you just juggle these Bibles back and forth for me? Hallelujah. And then I can go faster. Romans chapter 6, verse 17. Let me get there. I'm going to read it in King James. Romans 6. Hallelujah. Well, we've never done it this way before. Well, we're doing something for the first time, aren't we? Romans 6, verse 17. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered uh, you. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. Now in the the, the Amplified uh, 17, yeah. But thank God, though you were once slaves of sin, you have become obedient with all your heart. 
obedient with all your heart to the standard of teaching in which you were instructed and to which you were committed. And having been set free from sin, you have become the servants of righteousness, of conformity to the divine will in thought, purpose, and action. Can't just think about being obeying. Got to be conformed to it in thought, purpose, and action. Now we're going to look at... um, Romans 8, 2, and that's also in the Amplified. So y'all just flip right over there. Romans 8, 2. Can y'all turn right over one page or so? <clears throat> and this is the one Pastor got on this morning, but we'll read it again. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. In the Amplified, for the law of the Spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 15. Um, we're not going to read that one in the Amplified. So we'll, we'll go back to the message. But let's read it in the King James first. Romans 8, 15. Y'all got this? You listening? For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Romans 8, 15. It's not easy, is it, Paul? You vouch for me. Uh, Okay, so don't you see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life one red cent? There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is give it a decent burial and get on with your new life. God's Spirit beckons. There are things to do and places to go. Hallelujah. We got to get free because there's things to do and there's places to go. Uh, Now turn to uh, 1 Corinthians 7.15. We're just reading about everything in the New Testament that it says about being free. And we're going to read. Oh, we're not going to read that in either one of those. So, uh, well, I'll give you a little break. But 1 Corinthians 7 verse 15. I tried to mark this one off because I thought, well, Lord, you know, we don't need to talk about that tonight. But he said no, and I, he, he impressed me. There was somebody here that needed to hear this scripture about being free tonight. 1 Corinthians seven fifteen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. This is about marriage. 1 Corinthians 7 is all about marriage. And it says, uh, but if the unbelieving depart... This is talking about the unbelieving spouse. Okay, y'all get on the page with me. Marriage, the unbelieving spouse. If the unbelieving depart, let him depart. A brother or sister is not under bondage in such cases, but God hath called us to peace. Now I want to read you this in the Ben Campbell Johnson translation. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Somebody here needs this tonight. If a husband, and I'm kind of starting at the beginning of the paragraph. If a husband or wife is a believer, there is a sense in which the spouse who is not a believer is consecrated to God. Otherwise, the children would be tainted. But as it is, they are consecrated to God. However, if an unbelieving spouse decides to leave, permit him or her to go. In this instance, a Christ person. I love how Ben Campbell Johnson calls us a Christ person. Instead of a Christian or a believer, he called a Christ. That's what we are, Christ person. In this instance, a Christ person is not under necessity to keep the marriage together. God wills us to be united with ourselves and each other, and perpetuating such a conflicting relation does not create unity. If you are constructively, if you can constructively maintain a mixed marriage, 
then do so goes on to say something to that effect. Okay, oh, well, I'm through with that, so you can have it too. Okay, turn to Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Hallelujah, we've been set free. Hallelujah, we're set free. We're set free. Oh, hallelujah, we're free. Galatians 3, 13. And y'all know this scripture, very familiar. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Let's read it in the Amplified. Christ purchased our freedom, redeeming us from the curse, doom of the law, and its condemnation, by himself becoming a curse for us, for it is written in the Scriptures, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree or is crucified. So Christ purchased our freedom. Christ purchased our freedom. It's already done. You're already free. You're completely free. We are the free and the brave, and we've got to act like it. Amen? Okay, Galatians 4.9. Galatians 4.9. <clears throat> he says, But now, after that ye have known God, or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly elements whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? You know, we have been set free and we're not to let the devil or the flesh or our feelings or anything bring us back under bondage. I want to tell you something. The devil is always trying to get you back under bondage. Your flesh is trying to keep you and get you back under bondage. Turn to Galatians um, <clears throat> 4.24. We must resist letting the devil or people or feelings or pride or intimidation or fear put us again into bondage. Galatians 4.24. Which things are an allegory? For these are the two covenants, the one from the Mount Sinai which gendereth to bondage, which is Agar, for this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answereth to Jerusalem, which now is, and is in bondage with her children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. For it is written, Rejoice thou barren that bearest not, break forth and cry thou that travailest not. For the desolate hath many more children than she which hath an husband. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. But as then... He that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the Spirit. Even so, it is now. Nevertheless, what saith the Scripture? Cast out the bondwoman and her son. For the son of the bondwoman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. So then, brethren, we are not children of the bondwoman, but of the free. We are born of the Spirit. We are born of the Spirit as Isaac was born of the Spirit. And we are free. Ishmael was born of the flesh. And we are not born of the flesh. We are born of the Spirit and we are free. And he says there, he said, For it is written, Rejoice thou barren that bearest not. Well, you know what he's saying there? He's saying it is more important, it's a higher thing to bear spiritual children than it is to bear flesh children. And most people get in bondage to their flesh family. But to bear spiritual children is a much higher thing. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. What are we going to read that in? We're going to read that in the message translation. Well, this is take this is a two people sermon, isn't it? Whew. Hallelujah. Tell me now, you who have become so enamored with the law, have you paid close attention to that law? Abraham, remember, had two sons, one by the slave woman and one by the free woman. The son of the slave woman was born by human connivance. Do we ever bear things by human connivance? The son of the free woman was born by God's promise. This illustrates the very thing we are dealing with now. The two births represent two ways of being in relationship with God. One is from Mount Sinai in Arabia, and it corresponds with what is now going on in Jerusalem. A slave life producing slaves as offspring. This is the way of Hagar. In contrast to that, there is an invisible Jerusalem. A free Jerusalem, and she is our mother. This is the way of Sarah. Remember what Isaiah wrote. Rejoice, barren woman who bears no children. Shout and cry out, woman who has no birth pangs, because the children of the barren woman now surpass the children of the chosen woman. Isn't it clear, friends, that you, like Isaac, are children of promise? In the days of Hagar and Sarah, the child who came, for, who came from faithless connivance, Ishmael, harassed the child who came empowered by the Spirit from the faithful promise, Isaac, isn't it clear that the harassment you are now experiencing from the Jerusalem heretics follows that old pattern? There is a scripture that tells us what to do. Expel the slave mother and her son, for the slave son will not inherit with, her, with the free son. Isn't that conclusive? We are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. Praise God. Hallelujah. We need to cast out the bond woman. That means the things that are binding us, that are hindering us, that are stopping us, that are keeping us from obeying God, cast them out. That's, that, that is, that are, that's offspring of the flesh, offspring of the bond woman, and we've been born of the Spirit. We've been born free. We've been born, hallelujah. We're of the heavenly Jerusalem. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we cast all of that off and we praise God we don't allow we don't allow flesh to bind us don't let your flesh keep you in that pew don't let your flesh keep you from obeying God oh when your flesh when you hear that's not dignified that is just your flesh you know that when you hear well uh, what will people think that's your flesh talking or the devil we don't want to listen to either one hallelujah what will people think you know, it sometimes gets wild in here. You can't much figure out who's running and who's not. So I don't think people are going to notice all that much right now. Hallelujah. Like I said, and some of you, some of you are sitting there, I'm free, I'm free, and you're no more free. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you, I'm not as free as I want to be. I'll tell you, I still hear those thoughts. Well, you know, I, I, this little thought keeps playing across my mind. I remember when we first got... Um, uh, Phil, the Holy Ghost, I heard the story about Buddy and Pat Harrison. We've been on Buddy Harrison Day, hadn't we? And Buddy, of course, has gone on to be with the Lord. And Pat's out ministering still. And, uh, boy, he left her rich, Buddy. Pastor Buzzy said that, that uh, Buzzy, Buddy left her rich. Hallelujah. Well, if he's got to go, that's... <laughs> I wouldn't want him to go, but if he's got to go, let's leave it. Don't you think that's how y'all to leave her? Hallelujah. Boy, Pastor Buzz said she's loaded. Hallelujah. And, you know, they always say that all of Brother Hagen, the wealth that he accumulated, that, he could, that Buddy is the one that really helped him. But he had such an anointing for finances. And a hallelujah. And so I just... But this little thought plays against me. 
<laughs> I heard a story on a tape, and, you know, they were laughing about it, about uh, Buddy uh, took off running around the church, and Pat took off behind him. And this was way back in the 70s. And, uh, and they had a visitor that morning, and so the visitor had come with family, and the visitor said to the family, said, who was that man and that little fat woman that followed him? <laughs> that followed him around the church and you know that little thought just you know I remember and the visitors here are going to say who was that man and that little you know woman that follows him followed him around the church and you're like you know so you have that little and you know so you know and so the flesh says don't don't do it don't don't do it and then the flesh says you know that don't even qualify for a run it looks like you're running in, in it looks like uh, one of those f f still frames on TV <laughs> you know that because it's moving so slow you know hallelujah and he said, some of y'all run fast, and some of you have long legs, and hallelujah, praise God. And then you even have the thought of, they might run over me. That could hurt bad. Hallelujah, glory to God. <laughs> praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Where am I at? Galatians 5. Did we read Galatians 5? Verse 1. Stand fast, therefore. <laughs> In the liberty, see our flesh, we can't allow our flesh to hold us back from obeying God or any other thing. Feelings. Feelings will want to hold you back. Feelings of fear will want to hold you back. Boy, am I familiar with feelings of fear. Hallelujah. But I'm free. And I have to act like I'm free. I like what Joyce Meyer says. She said, do it afraid. Amen. When you have those feelings of fear, you got to remember that's all they are is feelings. That's all it is is feelings. Do it afraid. Praise God. Say, I will, I will. Do, it do it afraid. I will not, I will not. Let, the devil let the devil control my life. Control my life. I, will I will not let my flesh, let my flesh control my life. Control my life. I, will I will not let my soul, let my soul control, my control my life. The Spirit's in charge. The Spirit's in charge. Hallelujah. The new man's in charge. The, man's in charge. the hidden man of the heart's in charge. What my spirit says, I do. I act on it. I'm quick. I'm obedient. Praise God. Turn to Galatians 5 1. Are you there? Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You know, we've been set free and the devil's always trying to get you entangled again. You know, we get set free and he always tries to get us stiff again. We get loose in church and he tries to get us stiff. I tell you, the devil loves Presbyterians better than any other church. Because they are stiff, man. I am telling you, they are stiff. Hallelujah. Don't hurt, don't, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but they're stiff. And he loves it because he, if you're going to, if you're going to be a Christian, I don't know if they are or not. I'm sure some of them are. Uh, but, you know, hallelujah. Not saying that against that denomination. So there might be some in here that aren't too. Hallelujah. Praise God. Church membership don't make you a Christian. Hallelujah. So if, if you're going to be a Christian, at least be a stiff one. At least be one that can't ever obey God. At least be one that's prim and proper all the time. 
I noticed that in the book of Acts, they weren't prim and proper. I mean, Kevin sang about it tonight, where they got out in the book of the Bible says, in the upper room, that the, when the Holy Ghost fell on them, that they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance, but wasn't but a little while till they got out in the streets of Jerusalem. And praise God, there was something happening. I don't know what they were doing, but it, it, but it wasn't pretty because they looked drunk. And they said, these people have been sipping on wine. And Peter got up and he had to say, no, these are not drunk as ye suppose, but they're drunk on new wine of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. And like Pastor said, you know, even the early church, we got so much more than them. You know what? They was in that upper room. They didn't even know what they had because they didn't have a Bible to read and go, you know. And Peter was like having to get it by revelation right then. Oh, 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 okay, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And he was having to get that by revelation. Well, we don't have to get it that way. Well, I mean, we get revelation, but we, we got it right here written out before us. Hallelujah. We got more than they have. Paul hadn't even had his revelation at that time of what happened in the new birth. He hadn't had his in Christ revelation. He hadn't even got saved yet. And praise God, then Paul got saved and he got an in Christ revelation. And he didn't get it from man, he said, but he got it by revelation. By Well, God actually, Jesus came and just explained the new birth to him. And this is what happened from the cross to the throne. Hallelujah. And so, and then he wrote, he wrote to, for us Corinthians and and Galatians and Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians and he wrote all that for us Christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah and so we've got more and we ought to be hallelujah we ought to be rocking and reeling and we are more and more isn't that true hallelujah y'all agree with that in verse 13 verse 13 for brethren ye have been called unto liberty say I've been called Unto liberty. I've been called to be free. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, You've been called to be free. You ought to do something. Because you've been called to be free. Praise God. Let's read that in the message translation. I can get this one, Paul. This is the last one. Uh, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. I like that, don't you? Verse 13. Let's see if we can find it. Uh, it is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, use your freedom to serve one another in love. That's how freedom grows. For everything we know about God's Word is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. Well, what he's saying there is, uh, you know, we're free. We don't have to worry about sin. Why? Because it got taken care of. <laughs> Praise God. We don't have to walk under condemnation. Hallelujah. But he says, now don't use that liberty and go off and sin. Don't use that and go off and sin. That'd be stupid, wouldn't it? Why? Because you're going to come right back under bondage. The devil's going to start being able to bind you, limit you, and keep you from God's best, keep you from your harvest. Hallelujah. If you do those things, praise God. 
We've been redeemed from the curse. We're freed from the kingdom of darkness. We're not slaves of Satan or sin. We're not slaves of our flesh or our soul. Our spirit is to rule. Hallelujah. We obey our hearts, not our minds or our flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you have like, well, I'd like to run someday. I'd like to do that. I'd like to just be able to. Honey, that's your spirit talking to you. Your mind's saying, not now. Not yet. You know, hallelujah. Uh, spiritual things. The, you know, the Bible says that where spiritual things are concerned, that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Say, my spirit, my spirit is, willing is willing to obey God. My spirit is willing right now to act free. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the flesh is weak though. So your flesh is weak. It's beggarly. It wants to fight you. The flesh doesn't want to obey God. The flesh won't say, no, let's go back in here. Let's go back to bondage. Now the flesh, first when it gets sick, the flesh starts to cry. Oh my gosh, I feel, oh, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts, it hurts. Do something, do something, do something, do something. You know, your flesh wants you to do something when you're hurting. But if you hadn't been doing something with your spirit, then your spirit's not going to be able to get in there and do something. Because it's your spirit that's going to do something when you're sick. It's your spirit that's going to have to receive from God. It's your spirit that's going to have to get a hold of it. Hallelujah. And so the flesh wants to cry. The flesh wants to cry, oh, we're broke, we're broke, we're broke. What are we going to do? How are we going to eat? Your flesh will start squalling like anything. And it's your flesh that's been keeping you all along from obeying God. It's your flesh that's got you where you're at. Hallelujah. And your spirit saying, no, come on, let's obey God and we'll be free and we'll do something. And, we, and, and by this time next year, you hallelujah, you'll be paying, you'll be paying other people's way. If you'll start obeying God, hallelujah. I may have kicked these shoes off again. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, when it comes to natural things, the flesh is strong. The flesh wants to be in control when it comes to natural things. The flesh, pastor said this morning, I just want to requote him. I thought this was so awesome. The flesh, you won't have to, you won't be able to tell if it's your flesh or if it's your spirit. The flesh binds and the spirit frees. The flesh binds. Oh, you know, that I can't, that's your flesh. I wouldn't if I was you, that's your flesh. Hallelujah. Boy, that won't, that'll look bad. That won't look good. That won't be pretty. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too short. You're too tall. You might put a mark on the wall. You might put a mark on the rug. That's my flesh saying, don't put a mark on my wall. No, I'm just, hallelujah, you know. <laughs> Your mind, our minds are being pulled by this world system. See, religion wants to bind. We're not, we're not religious. We need to always do everything we can to keep religion shook off of us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because we're not religious. Now I was thinking about something. This morning this came to me. And I remember when I would graduate from high school in Seagraves, Texas, we always went on a senior trip. And Pastor was a year ahead of me, so he had gone the year before. But we, went on, we always went to Colorado, to Colorado. And we went to Colorado Springs, and I don't remember where else. But I remember we went to Royal Gorge and some of those places. Some of you know where that's at. Some of you looking at me like a dog with a new pan. They know. They used to live in Colorado. And we always went to the Broadmoor one night in Colorado Springs, which was a real fancy 
restaurant. They wanted to get us Seagraves Country Bumpkins cultured. And so they took us one night to the Broadmoor to have dinner. And we had to bring a dress and a suit. The boys had to dress up. The girls had to dress up. And we went there. But also they, in the Broadmoor is a skating rink, ice skating rink. And one afternoon, we went ice skating in the ice skating rink. Well, now, I'm not athletic. I'm sure y'all could notice that. But I used to be not this shape. <laughs> Hallelujah. At one time. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And, uh, and, and so I got out there on my ice skates. And I was, you know, going pretty slow. And I remember that Daniel Coward, don't, Pastor, don't get jealous. Daniel Coward and Danny Taff. And hallelujah, they came up beside me. Come here, Kevin and Jonathan. Come here. And I'm skating along like this, and they just skated up beside me, and they got both arms. I don't know how they got them. I don't remember. Hallelujah. And we skated. Boy, I was a good skater. I was good. Woo! I was practically doing tricks because why? I had somebody skating on either side of me. They let go, though, and left me out in the middle of the hallelujah. They always like to pick on me. Hallelujah. Praise God. When boys pick on you, that means they like you, girls. If they ignore you, that's, you know, they don't like. Hallelujah. Anyway, but it was easy. So I thought about running partners. I thought, well, you know, if skating's a lot easier with a partner, running would be a whole lot easier with a partner. Hallelujah. And I thought, boy, there's some people in here that need a partner. They just they say, I want to. But boy, if somebody had just come beside me and just hold my hand or my arm and we could just run together. Boy, that would be so much easier. Hallelujah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, there's rooms in the spirit we got to get into. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, oh, the, the overflow that we've been talking about all this year, everything. He said, that overflow is a room. We can get into a room of overflow. So like Granny and Brother Hagen, we got to get through that door to get in that room. I tell you, God's so awesome. The, like Pastor said, July is not the month that I'd say God would ought to do a revival. That we ought to have a move of the Spirit, the reign of the Holy Ghost. Well, you know, and I believe we had probably the biggest offering we, maybe this church has ever had last Sunday night in July in a hurricane 42 people here pastor wasn't even here pa God likes to show out he likes to get it he likes to get it where everybody nobody could say you know well praise God you know hallelujah you know no none of us could take credit for what God's doing could we Hallelujah. So, uh, I don't know what you think about running partners, but I think it's a pretty good idea. Hallelujah. But we're going to do something else first. Hallelujah. And then we might do that. We may have a new position in the church. Runners that... Huh? Grab and go. Grab and go. <laughs> you have the ministry of grab and go. <laughs> hallelujah. Woo, Hallelujah. You know what? We're laughing about that, but that do about as much good as a lot of things. That do about as much good as a lot of things. Hallelujah. I tell you what, there's nothing like keeping the Holy Ghost flowing. 
I'd rather have a church member helping me keep the Holy Ghost flowing than I had one that'll go to the nursery seven nights a week. I'd rather have, now I like people to go to the nursery, don't get me wrong, but if I had to choose, I'd rather have a member that helped me keep the Holy Ghost flowing than to have one that uh, uh, ushered seven times a week. Hallelujah. That'd be more valuable in the kingdom. Hallelujah. So grab and go wouldn't be a bad ministry to have. We got the grab and goers in this church. Hallelujah. I'm glad you came up with that, Tabitha. You, since you thought of it, that puts you in that, that ministry. Hallelujah. Praise God. But the Holy Spirit gave me some instructions, and he said, I want you to pray for people tonight. Hallelujah. There's things that can be imparted where freedom is concerned. There's things that can be, hallelujah, thank God for people that has laid hands on me and gave me what they had. I've been laid hands on by Kenneth E. Hagin. And he said, why are you standing there just like a doorknob? That's what he said to me. He did. Hallelujah. Somebody told me the other night that he said that to somebody at Word of Life Birmingham. They were telling me this. They didn't know about me. And they said, well, and they called her name and I knew her and said, well, Brother Hagin said, why are you standing there like a uh, dummy or something? Why are you just standing there like a dummy? And, uh, and it all said she's very hurt. I said, well, you know, he said that to me. Hallelujah. And I've been laid hands on by Frederick K.C. Price. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I can't remember who else, but I tell you, I've had some fine. I tell you, they put something that they had in them in me. You can impart this freedom. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I'm wanting to lay hands on some people. If you need something, you need to get up here tonight. Hallelujah. If you don't come up, we may come after you. Hallelujah. So let's get on the piano. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't think you need nothing, but well, hall- well, you, I'm going to say that. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, you, you can always be more free. She looked pretty free to me, though. No telling what she's going to do. Hallelujah. She's going to obey God, that's for sure. Come on, let's make a line up here. Don't just sit there like a dummy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, for the impartation of the Holy Ghost. Come on, Pastor, you're supposed to help me. Thank you, Lord God. You're supposed to pray for people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, glory to God for freedom. Freedom, freedom. Hallelujah. No more in the mind. No more in the mind. Total freedom in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. More rain. More rain. More rain. Oh, what's in that room? What's in that room? What's in that room? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, great freedom. Great liberty. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Great freedom. Not entangled with the yoke of bondage in Jesus' name. Oh, can run through a troop, leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Great liberty. Great liberty. More, more rain, more rain, more rain, more rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. More rain in Jesus' name. Oh, free, free, free. More freedom. Oh, press in that room. Get in that room. Hallelujah. Press in. Oh, there's better and there's better and higher. Oh, there's better and higher. Oh, press in that room. Hallelujah. 
Oh, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Press in that room. Press in that room. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't be entangled with the yoke of bondage. Hallelujah. Press in. Press in. And go ahead and run off that. Oh, run that course. Hallelujah. Praise God. More, more, more rain, more rain, more freedom. Oh, Kabahasha. More, more freedom in the name of Jesus. More freedom. More rain, more rain. More rain, holatako bohoshe. More haka bohoshe. Hungry for more, hata bo de te 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 he se. Oh, more, 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 more. Hoka bahasha. Bratako hose. More. Oh, ta more. Haba bahasha daba more. More freedom, more rain. Hoka batiki he se. Oh, ta ta. Ho ho ho. More, more, more. Hoka baton. There's something about. Walking in love, more love. Hala bohoshe. Oh, kamahasa. More. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Take brete, he se. Oh, tanana mahosha. Go in a room you've never been before. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Praise God. More. Hukabashi. More. More, 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 more. Hata bahasha. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You need to want it more. You want it, but you need to want it more. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to be like that little granny and you say, bless God, I'm getting in that glory room. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ho, ho, ho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shake off that bondage. Shake it off. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, ta-ta. Jo-te-te-te-te-bo-ho-sha. Oh, for the free, 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 more, more, oh, big steps, big, more big steps, free, you're a grabbing goer, hallelujah, more, more rain, more rain, more rain, hallelujah, Oh, one dose is not enough. Hallelujah. It's going to take more than one dose to get some of you completely set free. I don't know about you, but it's taken quite a few doses for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. More. You know, I saw Melissa, and she's been trying to break into a room. And you know, you could just follow her in or you can break the door down another way. And y'all can break in two ways. Oh, hallelujah. I think you ought to break through the wall. Let her take care of the door and you just break the wall down. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wanting to want more. Wanting to want more. Hallelujah. Oh, ta ta you know, don't let the cares of this world. Don't let the cares of this world. Hallelujah. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Don't let the cares of this world keep you out of the room of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Freer, 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 freer. Oh, ta 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 Freer. The more rain, more rain. In the name of Jesus, I come more, 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 more rain. Hallelujah! Oh, ta 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 ho! Oh, I forgot one. Praise God! Hallelujah! You ready for more? Woo! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. More, 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 more. 
praise God. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo! Let's go in that room. Praise God. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, ta 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 do bushek ebrataka. More, more rain, more yielded. Halato. Oh, hoka bahasha. Thank you, Jesus. Haaduka hasha. God is going to use you for a demonstration. A demonstration. Anybody else? Anybody else? Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, I need a little more. Thank you, Lord. A little more. Hallelujah. Praise God. A little freer. Hallelujah. A little more. Praise God. Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. More. More. Thank you, Lord. More. More. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hadabahosha. More. Oh, ta 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 Jose. Praise God. Hanamo. Ha ha ha. Anybody else? Halabahoshe. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You take a little more. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, God is giving it tonight. Oh, more rain in Jesus' name. More wisdom, more revelation in the name of Jesus. More boldness, more freedom, more courage. 